everyone. Welcome back to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that we can employ to help us grow in our faithfulness to God, to reach new heights, to excel still more. Thanks for joining. Let's get started. Okay, today we're going to focus on health and fitness. That is not something we've spent a ton of time on so far in this series. You may remember that fourfold excellence had four words in it we were working on. One of them was fitness. And the point we made back then is if you can figure out what it takes to be great at any one of those things, then you have what it takes to get better in all four of those things. So if you're looking for some additional information on fitness today, please remember you can go check out that episode. All right, here's our angle today. Three words. Motion is lotion. Look, I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase before. I've only heard it one time, and it was about a year ago. I was visiting one of the brothers from our church, 80 years old. He was sitting there in his chair. He'd been sitting there for a few days. The man had been through a lot, heart issues, cancer issues, and I was just there trying to spend some time with him. While I was there, a physical therapist came by, like a home health nurse sort of person, and he told my brother, he said, sir, we really need you to stand up. And he said, I haven't stood up in a few days, and I don't want to start now. And the man said, look, I I really just need you to get up and take a few steps, just a few steps, you can sit right back down. He said, I don't want to get up, I don't want to take any steps, I'm hurting, just give me some medicine. And that therapist sat down, and he looked the man in the eye, and he said, look, we can give you medicine for the pain, we can talk about future procedures, but motion is lotion. The only way you're going to get better, the only way you're going to get past this is if you keep moving. you got to move to live. And it was really a pretty powerful little speech. Unfortunately, he'd just been through so much and he decided not to listen. And he passed away just a few weeks after that. Hey, that was his choice. He lived a good life. He was under a lot of duress. And he's gone on, I pray, to be in the presence of the great majestic king. But the principle still stands. And I can tell you some other stories, actually quite a few other stories of people who not only made it to 80, but into their 80s, through their 80s, into their 90s, even one person I know that's in the early 100s. And you probably won't be surprised at some of the things they have in common. First of all, not a single one of them would be classified as overweight. Over the years, they've managed their health, fitness, diet to try to retain a healthy body, and they stay active. Motion is lotion. I know genetics are a big part of this, but it is consistently true, no matter your genetics, that if you still want to be healthy and strong in your later years, you've got to keep moving. These people do wonderful things. One fellow is 89, goes to the gym three days a week. Another guy, 89, I just played golf with a couple of days ago. He's out there swinging the clubs, playing 18 holes five days a week. One man I know is in his early 90s, rides the inside bicycle three days a week. I know of one lady in her early 100s that up until just a couple of years ago was out gardening anytime weather would permit. And there are lots of other really cool examples with people I never had the privilege to meet. One woman named Harriet Thompson ran a marathon in 2014, a marathon at the age of 92. 
I saw some yoga video of a 90-year-old woman from Europe the other day doing things that I have never and likely will never be able to do. And there were some races recently that were posted. It was the over 100 races, men's and women's, and honestly, they were getting around pretty well. These people are staying active. And look, it's not just that. It's generated energy within them that affects everybody around them. And for many of them, that is carried over to their work in the Lord as well. They're still faithful to worship services. They interact with people. They have big smiles on their faces. They're able to get around and hug people and encourage people. And some of them even teach Bible classes. What an awesome aspiration to think about getting laid in your life and still being useful and active in the service of the king. In fact, that's a point that we made back in the fourfold excellence. People want to say, well, you've got to be great at faith, but fitness doesn't matter. Hey, wait a minute. God gave me this body to use. He wants me to use it to his glory, to offer it to him as a tool for his service. I don't want to shortchange God on that. I want to last as long as I can and feel as well as I can. Now, I know the Apostle Paul said he was pushed from both sides. He wanted to leave and be with the Lord, but he also knew that his better service at the time was to be here using his body to travel around and serve other people and his strong voice to continue teaching the gospel. Now, about this time, somebody quotes 1 Timothy chapter 4 that says that bodily discipline is only of little profit. And this verse has been used to justify just sitting on the couch doing nothing. Just stop moving. Look, you stop moving, you stop living. We want to live for the Lord. That verse is not saying, forget about your body, forget about your health because it's of little profit. First of all, a little profit is more than zero profit. So I would say there's definitely some good in having a healthy body. But if you go study that text, it's comparing your body and disciplining your body with godliness and disciplining your soul. I get that. The soul and the godliness will last forever. You'll have it with you in eternity. And the body you only have for a little while. In that sense, of course, it's of little profit. But I also understand that I use my body now, my strength and ability, in service to God so that one day when I lay this body down, my soul can spend that eternity with Him. And look, there's more to this than just using your body for the Lord, making the most of your time in His service. I don't know what your situation is at home, but I've got four kids, and I would love to be around and be able to play with those kids when they're young and go shoot some hoops with my teenager and really just be able to keep up with them and go enjoy things with them. That's really important to me. And one day, one day, all four of them, Lord willing, will move on to the next stage in their lives, and it'll just be summer in me again, Lord willing. And I'd like to be able to go places with her. I would like to be able to do things and experience things and see things. I don't want to be someone who's, you know, only 15 years from now, unable to get out of a chair or out of breath, just sort of walking around the block. She wants to go for a run and I've got to stay at home. I want to find a way to the best of my genetic ability and the blessings of God to stay viable and enjoy good things for many years to come. And then that's not even to speak of this incredible thing that I hear about. I don't know anything about it just yet personally, but I hear about this thing called grandchildren and being a grandparent. I don't want to be a grandparent that cannot enjoy time and expend energy and interact with my grandkids. I don't want to be someone who has no energy or who is in pain all the time, 
or who just can't be the example of let's go get this done, let's get better, let's grow, that they need to see. So look, I know what the Bible says about this. There's a time to live and a time to die, and there are things that we don't understand, and somebody can be incredibly healthy and work out all the time and manage everything just perfectly and get hit by a bus. I I get that. There are variables out of our control, but I also know God expects us to be wise. Remember when we talked about be wise small back in episode four? It's the idea of applying knowledge to the best of your ability to do the best that you can. And so just because I don't know what could happen in the future doesn't mean I shouldn't take care of the great blessings that God has given me today. And definitely the most hands-on, right here, undeniable blessing that God has given me is this body, this temple that houses my soul and helps me carry out my work in Him. Okay, so let's take a few minutes and talk about what we can do. I understand everybody's at a different level, you've gone through different things, we're not all the same, and people kind of complain that their situation is unique and there are a lot of things that they can't do. But remember, our series is called Excel Still More. It's about getting better. It's about saying, I'm not going to sit there and lose, I'm going to get up and win. And a win may be something minuscule, something very small, but it's steady and it's intentional And you can envision what it would be like to feel better, what it would look like to be active, and you just want to make progress. So here's how we're going to do that. Remember when we talked about one great hour? We talked about the 60 minutes in the morning that, for me, are still just incredibly vital. I'd been out of town last week, and I got back into town, and we had that first morning this morning where Summer and I got up an hour before everybody else, and we were able to pray and read Scripture, write down some things, talk about some things, plan the day. I just, I love it. I love it. The one great hour is very important to a great day for me. But maybe we need to add 30 more minutes. Just 30. Not an hour not two hours, just 30 minutes. So we're really looking at if you're out of bed for 16 to 17 hours a day, we're saying 90 great minutes can make all the difference in the world. Now, again, to be clear, 60 of those minutes is not physical almost at all, other than you know lifting up your coffee cup to take a drink or writing a few things down. That's all about spiritual, mental, reading, writing, thinking, communicating. But somewhere throughout the day, You've got to add in 30 minutes of activity. Now, you don't have to go out and get an Apple Watch or anything. I have one. I got a really great deal off a friend who had upgraded, and it lets me know about my my ring of 30 minutes. And for the last two months, I've gotten that ring completed every day, and it feels really, really good. You don't have to have that. If you can get you something that indicates that, it'd be great. But it feels so good to get that done. Now, I've done it in a variety of ways. Sure, I've run some 5Ks and maybe done some walking and running, but I've also gone out and played basketball with the kids. In fact, tonight, that's the plan. The plan is to go play basketball with my boys for a half an hour and work out that way. You can play out in the yard with the kids, whatever you've got. You can just, you and your spouse, go for a walk or something. There's so many great things to do, but you've got to do something. 30 minutes of exercise is really awesome because it allows you to do something manageable and you can monitor your progress. Progress for me is not extending the 30 minutes. I'm not trying to get to 
31 minutes and ultimately 60 minutes. No, we've got really busy lives. 30 minutes of exercise is about as far as this can go. And really, some people only work out a few days a week. But we're not really talking about lifting weights and working out here, are we? We're just talking about making sure that we're moving. Motion is lotion, that we're keeping things going. So you might wonder, well, what will better look like? We talked about back again in Fourfold Excellence that you need to be able to look out in the direction and say, okay, I can see what better looks like. I'm excited about that, and I'm disciplined to that. Well, for me, it's not about more minutes. It's just about more activity within those minutes. The first day when I went out and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run for 30 minutes. And I laced up my tennis shoes, and I got outside and took off. And I mean, I ran like the wind for about a minute and a half. And then I started feeling like this itch on my legs. I didn't know what that was about. And the next day, the itch was a little bit better, and I was only a couple of minutes in. And my side started hurting, and I was like, come on, you know, I've barely gotten started. Well, both days, I went for 30 minutes. I just walked most of the time. But any time that it would stop itching or hurting, I would go into a little jog and then, and then cut it back. What I'm noticing is those 30 minutes just get better in and of themselves. Now I'm able to run. I, well, jog, I guess, probably is a better terminology. I'm able to jog for 30 minutes without stopping. That's something. Maybe if it's uh, walking your dog or playing with your kids or just getting outside, keep the time going. Just watch yourself get better. It's incredible to me how the body wants to move. It wants to be in motion, and it makes you feel great. We haven't even talked about this yet, but it makes you feel amazing when you made that happen, and you're seeing the changes in your energy level and you're seeing changes in how you feel about yourself. And then look, long-term, there's all kinds of great health benefits, as I said, the whole thing about uh, grandchildren and retirement, and of course, just standing before the Lord saying, Lord, I I did it. I used my body as long as I could, as best as I could for you. All that's really great. I get excited about all that. But you know what? I actually feel pretty great today because I know that I'm doing something that matters, and I know that I'm getting better. So look, no matter your situation, just get moving today. Maybe it's not 30 minutes, but start somewhere and keep working it up until you get to a half an hour of activity every day. And maybe this can help you with other things like diet. Let me tell you, if I go out and I jog a 5K tonight, I accomplish something that means a lot to me. I'm probably not going to come in and sit down and eat a box of Cheez-Its. Like I'm just throwing the entire thing away. The excellence begins to build on itself. And just remember, we're trying to get great in a lot of areas in this life. We want to make the most out of this life. We want to be the best we can be. We want to be in people's lives making a difference. If you would like to see that get better, if you're interested in the first step in excelling in both body and mind, tell yourself this, motion is lotion. If you found this helpful today and you would like to support the program, there are three great things you could do. Make sure that you go to iTunes or the podcast app and subscribe, leave a rating, and also a review. That would really help us out. Don't forget to share with people that you care about. And remember, you can follow along on Facebook at the Excel Still More page. I hope you have a great day. And remember, whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Excel Still More.